Welcome back. This is your Southwest Savage, the vicious abolitionist, Johnny Silvercloud, back on the microphone. Taking a long hiatus due to procrastination and buying new video games and being addicted to video games, I suppose. Anyway, um, before I begin, I'll have to issue a, a, uh, a letter of gratitude to all those who donated to the Afrocepiofile website. Because uh, last year I, I paid for it, you know, in my, for myself, and this year, you know, I have bigger bills and bigger issues, and um, you know, so I asked asked the community for money, which was very, it, as a grown man, it's very vulnerable. It's it's like a lot of vulnerability there, you know, asking, you know. Strangers, essentially asking strangers for money, needed roughly $300, and it was knocked out like in one night. So, for those who. Let me, before I continue, when that took place, it made me realize a couple of things. It's not just me, this is not just about my ego or. or me getting my word out or anything like that is about the fact that people really do appreciate what I bring to the table and me facilitating um, intelligent black thought and um, and also the thought of others because everybody who who uh, <clears throat> writes on on uh, Afro Superfile are not black but they do um, it's a lot of good stuff so now I feel even more I feel even I feel more empowered than I've ever had before because it's not just me putting money up and making the website happen. It was a bunch of folks who I've never met personally throwing their money in. Some folks threw $100 in off the jump just to make it happen and that's amazing. So with that being said, I'll have to say to the community, to the black community and everybody who was involved, thank you, okay? You know, because there was a lot of white folks who, uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe is that white guilt thing? I don't know. I, I speak. I speak on racism. I observe white people when I speak on what I see, and a lot of white folks, a good amount of white folks, appreciate that. I suppose appreciate my radical honesty. You know, in this um, in this struggle against racism. So a lot of them bamas put in a lot of money, and um, and with that being said, I'll say that's a pretty awesome because that's probably the close. The closest we'll get to reparations my way. So, um, with that being said, let me let me get on with this uh, this uh, message here. So, <clears throat> so in current events, um, there's a lot of things to happen. You know, that missed out due to me playing freaking video games and you know procrastinating. Uh, Floyd Patterson beat McGregor. Now. I was rooting for Floyd Patterson, you know, I'm gonna keep these short because it's not the main event. I was I was rooting for Floyd Patterson only because I wanted to see McGregor fail. Um, note, to, note to everybody, I kept on saying Floyd Patterson. I meant Floyd Mayweather. I follow boxing, I know boxing history. history. There is a boxer named Floyd Patterson, historical coon, 
my bad. I meant Floyd Mayweather. All right, just want to put that out there. Let's carry on. There's a couple of problems with McGregor winning that. Number one, um, it would really, it probably would have destroyed modern boxing as is. I did not want to happen. I did not want to want that to happen. Even though I'm an MMA guy myself. Number two, I didn't want any white supremacists like Richard Spencer, you know, getting his happy jollies about this ridiculously racist white dude beating his black guy in his own sport. So with that being said, you know, we all, I all, I under, I totally understand and know that Floyd Patterson is a garbage ass motherfucker. He is a coon. He hugs up on, he butt hugs Donald Trump. And, you know, I have not forgotten any of these things. I have not forgotten a sexual assault. Well, the um, domestic abuse. I have not forgotten any of these things. So he's still a turd, still a douchebag, but I wanted him to win because I wanted to see McGregor fail. I wanted to see a racist humbled. I want to see a racist get beat by a black dude. And honestly, in America, it's a black man. What's wrong with that? Number two, we have this DACA thing taking place. And um, I shouldn't be covering too much of this because I'm going to be eating away other <laughs> podcast topics but however pause for dramatic effect I can still I'm, I'm just 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 touching all the topics there that is that is transpired since um the DACA thing and it really irks me because like each time that the immigration thing happens it's with Muslims and white America or Latin people and white America Asians and white America and it's like there's a lot of people out there who, who are just realizing for the first time ever in American history that their lives that they're not white. The reason why I bring this up is because a lot of these it's almost like a rites to passage for anybody, anybody immigrating to the United States to join white supremacy by way of by way of suppressing, oppressing and persecuting black folks. Does it mean that Latin folks, Mexican folks are our oppressors? Uh, no. Asian folks are oppressors? No. White folks are. But they're participants. They're pets to white supremacy. No different than these Tanuki suit motherfuckers that I need to be. I need to finish that one article writing on right now. They're no different than Tony Soto Moistures, the the Kevin Martins, the um, take your pick. There's tons of cones out there. The Michael Vicks. They're no different than any of them. So with the DACA thing, I'll have to say that I have a problem with everybody, all these non-white, non-black folks getting butthurt wanting to wanting black folks or to to fight their cause when honestly had they ever joined what they should have done when they first approached the United States was looked at white folks in their face pointing in their face say y'all motherfuckers are wrong for how y'all doing black folks your motherfuckers are wrong how you doing Native Americans and join the fight join the cause and made changes happen but they didn't do that they joined whiteness. They joined white supremacy. They they made it so they are um, and they gave whites numbers because technically, realistically, white folks would be outnumbered in America if 
you know, from a sociological standpoint, had it been the Asians and Latin folks joined civil rights, the civil rights cause and the understanding of what, you know, fought against white supremacy as a whole. They didn't do that. They joined in, realizing that being a pet to white supremacy is very temporary. So from there, you have this DACA crap. You got Donald Trump trying to he's actually attempting to kick out legalized American citizens. I'm, as the vicious abolitionist, I'm stuck between a rock and a hard place because I stand for justice and it is unjust, but I'm not a big fan of of having all these black folks divert all their time, energy and effort for people who have not been fighting for them and who, who in fact joined joined in on, with white people for party favors, for to be a pet, to be, get that pet on the head and back. Like, oh, that's, there's my loyal terrier. There's my loyal kitten. And there's my loyal Doberman pincher biting, attacking black folks. So I don't have to. That's what white people would be saying. That's how they think. But yeah, so I'm not going to say I'm not going to, to function as if I'm without empathy or I don't care or things like that. But y'all motherfuckers, y'all, y'all Latin folks, y'all Arab folks, y'all need to put your money up. You need to fucking put your money up. If you ain't if you're not putting money in into the black community, black um, content creators such as myself, if you're not out there marching these streets or like right behind these black women who are leading the way out there. Fuck you. Fuck you. All right. I'm just joking. All right. If you're not marching behind these black women out here, if you're not in, you know, facilitating and listening to black content creators like myself, I kind of refuse to fight for you and I'm not going to make my whole thing um, about DACA and all this other stuff. I'll reference it. I'll, I'll mention it, but I'm not going to do that. I'll support specific activists. You know, I know a homegirl named Zaira. She's in Arizona. She's a beast. She, um, I seen, I met her at Black Lives Matter protest. So, you know, so that intersectionality does exist. I work with intersection, intersectional um, Latin activists. Well, absolutely. But, but yeah, um, it's going to take some time. Yeah, I need I need more I need more Latin folks, more Asian folks, more West Asian folks. That's the Middle East for folks don't get who prefers the colonial, uh, you know, uh, imperial version. I need more y'all participation on our on our on our street on our our way. I need y'all to quit nut hugging white supremacy before I do or say anything supporting y'all. So, with that being said, the main event. Black folks are tired. Black leaders better fucking recognize. Black folks are tired. Black leaders better recognize. I I came across this topic when um, Hurricane Irma, Hurricane Jose, and all these folks, you know, the hurricanes are starting to smack Florida and stuff like that. And I had a um, have a friend who's still a friend, I suppose. I mean, 
he was kind of butthurt and wilding out on my page, but, um, you know, I hate to do, I hate, I hate to make it seem this way, but for the most part, folks saw what took place and it was not a good look. So that makes me issue this message to all black leaders out there. Um, so I'm looking for every single black nationalist, every single hotep, every single, every single black content creator, every single black gay man, black transgender, every every black woman, every black woman writing and reciting, every every black person who is out there, every black person who's out there planning and participating in these protests, organizing, all of y'all. I want to listen, I want, I want all your ears. For this, for this one moment, for this one moment. I mean, maybe in the YouTube, I'll figure out a way so I have it so y'all can skip through this right here. If y'all want to see that stuff, I had some of the last ten minutes. But I want y'all to <clears throat> understand that when it comes to being a black content creator, which is what many of you are, you have to understand that you can't be sitting there acting like you're bound to beef with any content creator because they disagree with you. You can't do that. You can't do that. Um, the other day, I was talking to uh, one of my favorite content, black content creators that you know that shows up for this podcast um, a lot back in the day. You know who will, who will, who will I hope in the future as well is Rachel Revere. And I was talking to her about the fact that you know this mo- this show called American Gods exists. And uh, for those who are not following, American Gods is a TV show that came out on um, Stars. And it's an amazing show. For the most part, it attempts to humanize and portray um, a, a lot of Roman, uh, African um, deities, you know, just walking around in, in America, just on their own business, you know, trying, you know, about to face against, face against this war against the new gods, which is media, globalism, and the internet and technology. So, if old gods versus new gods, amazing show. I'm not gonna get too far into it because this is not about that show, but it's about that analogy. The analogy is is that we as black content creators, we're like those gods and American gods. All right. So you have certain gods who are war gods, right? You have certain gods who are information intelligence gods. You have certain like one god is a sex god, sex goddess, Bilquis, you know. You know, eating, you know, having sex with folks, eating souls. Anyway, we all parallel that. We all intersect with these concepts. And for the most part, if you were to rate me, if I were to see myself as an analogy of a character in American Gods or that con- that concept, I'm a bit of a information and intelligence god, okay? I'm not... Uh, a, a war, well, I mean, I know of war, but I'm not a designated war god. I'm not a, um, there's the things that I, I just, I just don't do. I prefer not to do, despite the fact I know how to do it. Um, with that being said, we all have our talents and I believe that we will work best if we work together. We work best if we work together. Okay. So if you're if you're a hotep, smotep, whatever else, you're a, 
Uh, like you just talk about, a, you know, you just love the black community or you're a black nationalist or you're, you know, um, just someone who observes black life, black love, whatever else may be. We need to start working together on this shit. We can't sit there. You can't sit there. And when someone finds disagreement, especially one of those smart folks, like those critical thinking guys like myself and start acting a fool and, and, and act like you, you're beefing or, or, you know, and it can't just be how you talk neither because you're a black leader of some sort. So the point I'm bringing up, I'm saying anything at all, is that black folks are tired. Okay, I, I, I exist as as um, in a way black media. People don't follow me because I'm funny. People don't follow me because, well, they do follow me because I'm good looking, but they don't follow me because I'm funny or, or I'm super witty and I make people laugh and or I'm wretched. They don't, they don't follow me for these reasons. They follow me because I'm informative. I function as a form of black media. While I may not have the most followers, I may not have the biggest following. I do have one hell of a goddamn platform, and I have reach. I have folks in the United Kingdom listening to this daily, listening to this all the time. So, yeah, I think I think we need to recognize skill. We need to recognize skill sets. We need to recognize talents. We need to recognize usefulness. You cannot, you cannot shit down the backs of, we cannot shit down the backs of each other. Can't do that. We can't. We can't like shit shit down the backs of our followers or those who are on our Facebook walls or whatever else may be. All right. If you're a black leader of some sort, you need to be able to communicate your intent to black folks who are not necessarily on your motherfucking wall. Okay. You, you're going to have to. You're going to need to. Not, you know, be able to be a black leader no matter where you are. You can't just act a fool somewhere or act on impulse somewhere, act like a child somewhere and then be mature, be intelligent on your wall or in your own safe space. You can't do that. Every place should exist as a safe space for you because you're always legit. You're always on point. Black folks are tired. Black folks are tired. There was a time. There was a time when black men dominated the civil rights era. There was a time where black men dominated the civil rights era. There was a time when black men had the total say so. And with that followed like, you know, bl black toxic masculinity followed. So from there, you had you had religious leaders who who didn't care for gay people, didn't care for transgender, didn't care for other folks or there, there's there's black elements of the black community that they excluded, didn't mention, didn't talk about, didn't talk, you know, didn't empower, didn't serve. Today, black folks, the black community is fucking tired, y'all. You cannot be that way. You cannot be like. Honestly, you can't be like MLK. You can't be like Mar Malcolm X. Like what we know of them as is, you have to be better than them. Be better than them. You have to seek to empower the totality of the black community. Now, when I say that, I'm not talking about fucking coons. They already made their decision. I'm talking about the totality of the black community as is. 
Black people are tired. They're tired of, you know, each time a, a black nationalist shows up, they hate gays, they hate, they hate transgender, or they wonder why they exist, and or or they're tired of that shit. This is why black women are in charge right now. This is why black women are in the forefront of this fight on the streets, on the internet, everywhere. Cause y'all black men, because we with the fucking dicks between our legs are fucking stupid. <laughs> They're tired. They're fucking tired, dude. Yeah. The black community is fucking tired of that shit. You're going to have to include the gay community. You're going to have to include the transgender community. You have to like uh, include those who fuck whoever they want to fuck. Choose whoever they want to choose. Those who have a multitude of children or no children at all. You have to atheists. You have to include everybody. You can't sit there and and say, well, I'm only going to serve these folks here, 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 and fuck these folks right here. You can't do that. A black leader nowadays need to be, if you, especially if you're a fucking man, you need to be a man of fucking empathy. You can't, you can't sit there and act like a white person. You can't lead like fucking Donald Trump. If, if people see you and you function or exist or behave like Donald Trump as if you're ego driven no matter where you are you want to like you want to sit there and 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 you know pick a beef or say things that if you don't know i mean it's like beef picking shit when you when you say stuff like that you want to do that people are watching they're all watching they're all watching all of us we got to put our best foot forward i mean i'm black media I'm not here to, <laughs> I'm not, I'm, I'm not a designated leader. I'm not a person who seeks to be a black nationalist or, or somebody who leads a buttload of black folks here or hit there. That is not my intent. My, my intent is to provide information, record and, and, and research and, and, and document. That's my, I'm a, I'm a journal, like a photojournalist, abolitionist. That's my intent. That's my purpose. You know, sometimes I engage in clandestine operations where I infiltrate where the white motherfuckers are and Trump supporters are and all this other shit. That's my job. That's what I do. I'm, I can't, I, I, I can't be, I can't do your job, black leaders, black leader wannabes. I can't do your job. I won't do your job won't do your job for you despite the fact there's folks who probably want me to do so it has to be you it has to be you some of y'all a lot of y'all are younger than I am that means that well statistically if you don't get fucking shot you're gonna live longer than me well you know live past my time the leadership has to be you y'all have to be more intelligent, more well-researched, not afraid of books, not a, don't fear research, don't fear books, don't fear self-improvement, don't fear self-reflection. Y'all have to be better, man. The black community is fucking tired. And you know how, you know, you know how I know this? You know, you, you might think, well, 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 Johnny, don't you watch the white community a whole lot more? 
Don't you, aren't you spying and, and observing the white community? What do you know about the black community? Why are you talking about this? For one, I'm a member of the black community as is. Number two, I listen to a lot of black content creators who are there. They are like beak, they're like right there. They're still within the community. They, they in essence, report what the community is about. Like say for example, a couple of folks that you should be following. Um, China Scott. I'm um, China Scott. <laughs> China Fox, excuse me. China Fox should be following, listening to her. Sean Scott, you should be following, listening to that guy. Um, Rachel Revere should be following, listening to her. Fi Angela, you should be following and listening to her. These are radically different. Yeah, myself too. But yeah, these are radically different black folks that I should be following. So, oh, that's a bit of a shout out, by the way. So yeah, I got a shout out. Um, y'all should be following these folks. Y'all should be listening to these people. You should not be blocking them. If you're a black leader, you shouldn't be blocking them. These guys have eyes on where you do not. They have eyes on and ears on where you do not. So why aren't you listening to them? Why aren't you, why are you blocking half these folks? Why are you avoiding half these folks? Why are you running away? What were you scared, what are you scared of? You're scared of change, changing yourself. You think that's a weakness? You, if you change, if you adapt, if you grow, growth is not something to be feared. <laughs> growth is not something, man. Basic human empathy though. You as a black leader, you need to have it. Um, back to the story, you know, um, homeboy. Ultimately, he, um, he he went back to his page and then expressed, you know, more or less empathy and, you know, point out, show that he cared. He cared in his own way. It's unfortunate he doesn't see it that way, but he did. Now, it'd be great if that was communicated not, you know, wherever he was, like on my wall, not just where he is, but if you care, care. Don't sit there and provide the message that you don't care when you really do. That's misleading. Black folks are tired. If you act like you don't care, they're not gonna care neither. And y'all need followers. Some of y'all black leaders, you guys are intelligent enough to have systems that are provided. These systems need people to feed into it. Everybody that is on your wall laughing and geeking out and having a jolly old time because you're way more charismatic and way more funny and entertaining. All these folks are not feeding to that shit. <laughs> They're not feeding that. If you are very, if you sometimes your charisma or your uh, hilarity may work against you. Might be a lot of folks following you because you're funny, or you're or you're uh, charismatic. You know they like what you say, but they don't like they don't they don't want to provide what you provide what you uh, what you need them to do. The folks who follow me tend to do things. All right. So if if folks supply three hundred dollars overnight, I wake up and I have enough fundage to to um to uh, place down, you know, WordPress 
shut up WordPress for another year for Afrosapiophile. I have followers who are who are willing to facilitate. But am I going to have them endorse? Am I am I going to endorse a leader or so-called black leader that does not stand for the black community, does not stand for the total black community, a, a black leader who who argues with black women or black men and, you know, you know expresses a buttload of toxic masculinity out of nowhere, unprovoked or uh, berates people left and right. I want to uh, have them. I want to endorse a black leader who uh, shits on gay folks, shits on transgender. No, I'm not. Even Donald Trump knows he needs endorsements from the media. Fox News. If you're a black leader, you, you need to know that a person in my position, black media, is hellified important. And, and you need me a whole lot more than I need you. The black community is tired. Women lead this, not men, because you fail to recognize that you cannot pick and choose who you serve. We need y'all, we need y'all to be better. We need to be better. We all need to be better. We all need to engage in self-reflection. No one's going to follow some, um, a man who acts on impulse. I don't know what else to say on that one. I got two viewers. <laughs> uh, yeah, Facebook will not let me. Facebook is not going to let me go live. That is interesting. Facebook has not let me go live ever since I got banned for a live video a couple weeks ago. Facebook says, check your internet, but this is working right here. This is my internet. Yeah, Facebook is on that shit. They are about silencing intelligent black thought. Let me post, but they ain't let me do no video. At first, I thought they ain't let me do no video during that McGregor fight because they don't want anybody live streaming that shit when you have to pay pay-per-view for it. That's what I thought. Ah, it's still saying it, you know, still not letting me go live. Interesting stuff. Something I gotta look into somehow. I don't know how, but I'll figure it out soon. But overall, though, y'all black leaders, man. Hoteps, schmoteps. That's, that's how these ladies call calling them is ashy, man. They call everybody ashy. Once you look like a damn hotep, it's over with. People will follow you because you're funny. Or maybe you're good looking or charismatic, but no, real folks are not going to follow your lead. They'll follow you on Facebook, but they ain't gonna follow your lead. They'll click them likes, but they ain't gonna follow your lead. Need to do better. We all do. So with that being said, if you're a black leader, 
don't argue, fuss and fight, insult a bunch of black folks. If, if you're a black leader and you insult, fuss and fight with more black folks than with white folks, that's problematic as is. That's problematic, that's problematic as is. I mean, I understand pissing off black folks by way of telling the truth and, you know, whatever else most folks might be cooning, you know, that you piss off. But to sit there and berate and belittle, subtract from, act like a fool, act like a shitbag towards, that, that, that needs to stop. Mm, need to quit that nonsense. It's not going to work. It's incongruent with y'all platform. At least y'all stated intent. So, from there, I'll say that overall, it's much love. You know, um, I'm still the vicious abolitionist, so brother number one of a kind. I still stand for black folks, still at least attempt to su support black leadership. Now, and, and if the right folks come the right, if you, right folks come correct, I will be using Afro Sapiophile and my platform to to uplift up, you know, and endorse and buttress and support that said black leadership. But until then, I'll sit back and, you know, maybe reserve, give daps until that maturity level is reached. Please, please, for us all. Do better. Do better. Anyway, um, I'll say it's about that time. Thanks for joining us. Before you leave, if you like what you heard, click like and subscribe to us on iTunes or SoundCloud or wherever you go for your podcast. Do not let this be the last time we hear from you and you hear from us. Follow us on Facebook, Afro Savior File. And if you want to be heard, you can always leave a voice message at 202 854 1996. Last but not least, be sure to check us out on AfroCivilFile.com everything that pertains to intelligent black thought. Johnny Silvercloud, that Southwest Savage, signing out. Peace.